I got so much wrong when I first started running my online business. I can't believe how many mistakes I have made over the past 10 years. And if I could roll the clock back, here are seven things that I would do differently if I was creating a brand new business in 2024. Welcome to the Money, Mindset and Miracles podcast, helping you to grow a predictable and scalable month of high income from your business as gracefully as possible. I'm Rachel Smith, business coach, mindset expert and the founder of Momentum Mastermind, your 90-day sprint to scaling your business to 5k. Join me every week as I dive into the tips, inspirational stories and strategies that are going to support you on your journey to growing your your awesome business. So we've got to that time of year, the end of the year, we've become quite reflective, really great point to start looking back, looking at things that have gone really well, those things that haven't gone particularly well. And it really got me thinking about what I would do differently if I was starting out in my business in 2024. And if I'd taken these seven steps, if I'd done these things consistently in my business, I would be uh, more successful faster. I would have had more clients through the door and I wouldn't have wasted as much money as I did. (laughs) So let's go with these seven things that I would do differently. The very first one has to be this one. It's all about your relationship with money. If I could go back 10 years and speak to that younger version of Rachel and just say, hey, this might sound really crazy because you've never really had to think about this before, but you have got some massive negative limiting beliefs around money and your ability to actually create more money as a woman running her own business. And I would encourage that younger version of myself to do what it needed to do in order to really embrace what money is and what money allows you to do in your life and in your business and basically to heal what needs to be healed. So money is a really big one. If you're going to take anything from this, I would want you to take this. It has to be my headliner is money. The second one is kind of linked to that and that is your mindset. I had belief that I could be successful in my business. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. But actually, I remember going to the very first networking event for my business and I went in, I had so much belief and so much passion and I was so excited. And I sat there in a room And we got a chance to all stand up and introduce ourselves and talk about our businesses. And I was like, the second or third person to stand up, I was like really excited, a big beaming face, looking around the audience. And uh, I could just tell it wasn't resonating with them. And by the end of the two hour networking session where everybody had got up and talked about themselves, guess how many coaches there were in that room? And I just hadn't been specific enough. I'd been very bland, very vanilla in my introduction to my coaching business. But it was such an important lesson. Um, But One of the things that he did do is that he kind of knocked my confidence a little bit. You know, I'd gone in there and it was almost like all of that belief kind of got squashed down a little bit. And there was various different times in my business when that has occurred and still does occur, if I'm completely honest. Sometimes we have ideas or launches that we go out with. You don't create the results that you want and it takes a huge amount of resilience to come back from that because for many of us, we are selling our services, we're selling our expertise, we're selling our skills. And when somebody says no to us, that can feel really, really personal. And that can actually really knock you off track, 
crush your confidence. And what I've learned is about building belief before you go out into the world, before you tell the world what your next thing is. It's building that self-belief within yourself so that actually the resilience that you need in order to overcome the challenges that will occur is that you've got the ability to look objectively at what you're doing and change things and not be broken hearted when things don't work out. In fact, sometimes when those things don't work out, it's kind of a gift because it opens the door to something else coming through. And if you open enough to this, it will allow you to learn from those things that haven't gone particularly well as well. So really building belief, self-belief, is critical in business. It's ruthless out there. (laughs) If you're going to be in a position where in 2024, you're going out there with your business and you're looking to get more clients, you're being consistent with your marketing, you're out there surrounded by lots of other people with a similar message to you, you need that resilience, you need that belief so that you can keep going. So build belief within yourself, but also surround yourself with other people who believe in you as well. And I think this is really, really important. You've got to build that belief in yourself first. You've got to have that self-assurance, but boy, you are lifted up by those people who believe in you as well. When you've got other people around you go, you're doing really well, you've overcome that really brilliantly, you can keep going. How about looking at it from this perspective? So where you can, surround yourself with people who you trust and who will do their damnedest to lift you up as well. The third one, and again, there will be no surprise if you've been listening to this podcast for a little while now, is strategy. Way back 10 years ago, even though I'd come from a very strategic role in my corporate role, I kind of was like so excited about this entrepreneurial space and I was going to try this idea, I'm going to go over there and do that, right, I'm going to invest in this, I'm going to try that and it was exciting, I learned a lot, it was fast-paced but it didn't actually create the results that I wanted and I worked with various different coaches and experts and they never really fully gave me what I was looking for and that was a strategy, a strategy that spanned my entire business from vision through to what my offers were, my marketing, my sales process, all of the things that you need in order to be successful. And because that wasn't in existence, I actually created it for myself. And this is now what I use with my clients that, you know, I really get them to like take a step back from the doing and actually look at the business strategically. So you can really identify what the opportunities, where can you really lean into something? What needs to change? What needs to be dropped? Where do you need to invest? So you start to approach your business way more strategically than you ever had. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you energy and it's going to save you a bucket ton of money as well. Because when you've been strategic in your business, you're making more money. Yay. But also you able to look at your business objectively and identify exactly what you need to invest in, whether that's a course, a qualification or somebody to come into your business and do something on your behalf. So strategy is absolutely key in business. And if you're interested in creating your own strategy for growth in 2024, carry on listening to the podcast because I've got something exciting for you at the end of the podcast that's going to help you with this in 2024. The fourth area that I would really focus on if I was starting again is audience. I would grow an audience. And when I say an audience, I'm not talking about likes or followers on social media platforms. I'm talking about an email audience. This is where I get all of my sales from. 
is from people who are on my email list who have actively signed up to be in connection with me and they are receiving content like my weekly podcast every single week. And then they're also receiving all of those sales emails that I send through and they're buying from them. So that is my kind of top advice is wherever you are in in business is grow your audience, make it a consistent thing, make it something that you do every single day so that actually next time you come to sell your next thing, you have an audience of people who are waiting for you to create an amazing offer for them and they're waiting to say yes. So grow your audience way before you think you need it as well. The fifth one is marketing. There have been times in my business because I didn't have the structure and because I didn't have the strategy in place that I was really, really busy with clients and I would disappear off all of my marketing platforms and then it would make life so much harder the next time I wanted to go out there and launch something new because I had to start again. Or as a working parent, I would take the whole summer off. I wouldn't post anything for six weeks and then I'd come back in September and have to start again. And generally speaking, here's a very interesting statistic for you, is that it can take 90 days of your consistent messaging to actually break through into somebody's mind and for them to realise that they need you in their life. So you might think your messaging is really boring. You might think that you can't keep saying the same thing over and over again, but of course you can. If you look at the metrics, only a very small percentage of your audience are actually seeing your content on social media. If you have an email list around, on average, 30% of your email list are seeing that message. So you can be consistent with that messaging. And like I said, you need to be consistently sharing the same message so that people know what you're about. They understand how you can help them. They can make that decision if you are for them or not. And that next time that they are looking for an expert in your field, you are top of mind. So be consistent with your marketing. Don't worry about your marketing being boring. As long as your message is consistent, as long as it's resonating with your audience, you will be doing absolutely fine. And because your messaging needs to be consistent, it allows you to do something that is really brilliant, especially when you're busy or you don't like creating lots of content, is that you can repurpose your content. So if you have a content plan for 90 days, guess what? (laughs) At the beginning of the next 90 days, you can practically reuse that content. You might want to use different images. You might want to change it up a little bit, but essentially the message stays the same. If you think about any brand, let's take Coca-Cola, do they change their message? Do they start talking about chips or chocolate bars, they talk about Coca-Cola. They might talk about Coca-Cola diet or zero or all the other variations of it. But basically, they're talking about that can of fizzy drinks. So be consistent, be bold as well. And when I say bold, right from the off, I have used video in my business. Even when video wasn't, um, oh, this is going to take me back, but when video was not available via social media platforms, we had a a video streaming system called uh, Periscope. It was terrifying because you'd get anybody on there, but it was also exciting because it was the very first resource that you could use and do a live video broadcast and reach your audience. So be consistent, be bold and use 
video. The sixth area is create your own rules. I think sometimes we forget that is you have set up a business for lots of different reasons. And one of them is probably for more freedom, more flexibility, more creativity. And sometimes we just reinvent our old nine to five. And I can still be guilty of this, but I really want for you to think about how you can create a business that you absolutely love that where it gives you that freedom and flexibility. And I'm not just talking about being able to take the holidays off with the kids, but think about your working day. Do you actually need to be sat at your desk nine till five or nine till three? No, you probably don't. Because if you're doing all the other things that I've talked about, like having a strategy, being consistent with your marketing, you don't actually need to be sat there. So fill your day with things that fill you with joy. And I'll give you some example from my own diary is that every Thursday morning, my husband and I block out Thursday and we go to the gym and it's a non-negotiable for us. We love it. It's one of those things where neither of us put appointments in our diaries. We just block it out. It's our time to go to the gym and it's frigging awesome. So create your own rules. And the seventh thing that I would do differently in my business, if I'm starting again in 2024, is that I would find amazing partners to collaborate with. So collaborations are so, so brilliant. It allows you to work with other people, be supported by other people, and for you to have access to other people's audiences. So collaborations come in all shapes and sizes. I'm actually going to link in the show notes a recent podcast that I did with one of my partners, um, Amy Purdy. We collaborate on one of um, our programs called The List Grower, and it's absolutely brilliant. There are some pitfalls to collaborations, but if you listen to that podcast, we share like how you can really have an amazing experience collaborating, but it's really powerful. And it's one of those things that will really allow you to organically grow your business. So if you haven't thought about using collaborations in your business in 2024, this is a great opportunity to do that. The thing that I promised to share with you about getting more strategic in 2024 so that you can get more clients is my brand new masterclass, Unlock Your Five Figure Year. So this is perfect for anybody who is right. 2024 is my year to become way more intentional in my business. I want to get more clients, I want to grow, I want to have a greater impact with my business. So one of the things I talk about all the time and something that I do with my clients is that we create their personal roadmap from where they they are to where they want to be that identifies their strategy, their how of how they're going to grow their business. And that's exactly what I'm going to help you to unlock in the masterclass. It's completely free to register. All the details are down in the um, show notes. It is happening on the 16th of November. So if you're listening to this after the 16th of November, I'm sorry, it's already run. The masterclass is going to be absolutely essential for you to have that clarity about what happens next in your business and how you become way more successful in 2024. So don't miss that. It's going to be awesome. Right. I hope you have loved that review on the seven things that I would do differently if I was starting a business in 2024. I would love to hear from you, what resonated with you, what have been some of the ahas for you. Come and tell me, hit reply. However you're listening to this, let me know. I always love to hear from you. And if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast and you would like your weekly dose of uh, BS free content that's going to help you to grow your business, don't forget to subscribe. Okay, bye for now.